Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, man, how's the day treating you? Day is going well as always. Busy, busy, busy. We got a lot of sticks in the fire, but uh, excited about this episode. Very excited about today's episode. We are going to be breaking down the longbow versus the triple take along with talking some marksman rifle meta. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, before we do that, though, make sure if you want your question answered on the show, please leave it in the form of a five star review on Apple Pods and we'll make sure it gets on to the next episode. If you enjoy the third party podcast and you want more please consider supporting us on Patreon. We have an awesome community over there where we play with our patrons, have an entire library of bonus episodes, and each and every month we host a discussion podcast with every single patron. So it'd be great to have you there. It is a great time. Those discussion shows are so fun. Before we dive into the main topic of the day, though, let's talk some news. First piece of news coming from Rodney Reese, the designer of Stormpoint. There's going to be some changes coming soon to the map. Soon is kind of that keyword there, but let's talk about what these changes look like. First, we'll be seeing ring logic improvements, larger rocks for better cover, new cover added, barometer especially, better cover at choke points, and bug fixes. Any of these stand out to you immediately outside of hopefully avoiding those uh command center shrinks where only part of the zone is at the top of the uh, tower and everyone's stuck down below fighting for the four zip lines <laughs> yeah 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 i that's the one that sticks out i think to everybody definitely us um it's a tough shrink do you remove it entirely it's at the very center of the map mm-hmm. i think it's kind of a hot topic i'm excited to see what they come out and say about it um but this idea of adding more cover i don't know I've never really felt that yeah. way. I do play Gibby, so I have my own cover, but we'll <laughs> see your what own this cover. looks like. Yeah, that's what I've always done. Well, it's interesting that this is even an option. And that's what's so special, I think, about, you know, we kind of talked about one of the weaknesses of World's Edge, or not World's Edge, of, um, oh my gosh, Olympus. I'm blanking on names of maps right now. One of the weaknesses of Olympus was the fact that everything was so meticulously created that it was Mm -hmm. hard to kind of add stuff like a large rock would be in nature. And so the ability to, with the nature of this map, actually add potential cover is, I think, going to be a pretty cool feature, one that we'll see if it's noticeable or not. Um, I'm excited to kind of stay tuned for this. Next piece of news, though, some information recently arised about weapons in Apex Legends from Live Balance designer John Larson in response to someone demanding on Twitter that the P2020 bow check bow and the 3030 should be removed from the game uh john responded by saying we have we got stuff in mind we know we can't keep releasing weapons without considering the health of the loot pool and then further when asked about players landing with the b2020 john responded by saying this was a hot topic when we were implementing starter kits i was against it because of how quickly a coordinated team could wipe a solo on a contested drop it's already a common strat and high level ranked the initial gun scramble buys some time for everyone to react you're a big proponent of talking loot pool, adding weapons, something you kind of bring up every patch notes when we keep adding more and more to the game. What are some of your thoughts here in this coming from an actual designer over there? Hard to ever complain about new content, new weapons. Mm-hmm. Honestly, weapons are more exciting than new legends. It is so hard to pull anyone away from their main for a considerable amount of time. So the new legend 
cool, flashy, new piece of lore, mm-hmm. fun voice lines. But the new weapons are, in our opinion, the major piece of content because that's what you're going to be using a lot more than a new legend. That being said, four consecutive seasons of new weapons mm-hmm. is something that I don't think one person has ever asked for and no one ever expected out of Apex Legends since season five. Mm-hmm. So I'm shocked by it. And I think it's certainly a concern when you keep adding weapons. What does that look like for the care package? Mm-hmm. Is the care package going to be treated differently in the future? We already bumped it up to four weapons. Mm-hmm. Is it going to say the same? This season, honestly, pretty weird. Everyone knows I don't really like that the G7 got put in the care package. Yep. But we also got a new weapon and we added a hop up without removing one. So we're kind yeah. of going way off script uh, from what we've done in previous seasons. But I think that John's right that something's going to have to be done if mm-hmm. we really are hell bent on adding a new weapon every season and staying on this ridiculous pace. I mean, even if it's an every other season kind of thing, like mm-hmm. there will be a max at, in this game. Like the legends you can control, you have precedent in other games for having a large number of legends. It's hard to have this many guns when everything has to have its own spot on the ground. I think we could down the line see guns being vaulted, you know, maybe just for a season rotation of some sorts, like hey, something comes out of the loot pool, it doesn't just go to the care package, it goes out of the game for half a season or something along those lines, which would be pretty dang crazy to do. But if they want to keep introducing content, like you're saying, with the weapons at this pace, something's going to have to give on one way or another. Yeah, I mean, we have so many options with the replicators. You know, having the fact that we can drop replicators mid-game, that Mm -hmm. opens up the idea of just having weapon replicators where it's kind of like care package weapons so it may be less so they're not as juiced up so there's a lot of options for this but Mm -hmm. i think that it's likely that we slow down a little bit on the new weapons because it's pretty overwhelming to be honest agreed agreed next piece of news they are announcing a purple nessie plush plushie is being released just have to say purple's my favorite color we love the plushie nessies might be trying to grab one of these for Christmas. Hopefully you guys can check it out too. And then the next piece of news and last piece of news of the day is that Apex Legends has been nominated for two awards at the Game Awards of 2021, the Best Ongoing Game Award and the Best Community Support. Little round of applause. I don't know. Anything fancy you want to say? I just think it's nice to give Apex a, a nod for everything they've been doing in the community. Yeah, always awesome to hear these kind of things. And anything that puts Apex in the spotlight obviously brings us joy. So happy about this. And I think it's important to give the developers, community managers, all kind of a a pat on the back because they go through a lot. I think they put in a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming from two people that work full time on top of the podcast, like they work all day, every day. And mm-hmm. then they go on Twitter. So it's yep. like nonstop work and you have to kind of give them credit because they don't get a whole lot of uh, rest and recovery. There's a lot of games that don't get the updates, the balancing and all that kind of stuff that Apex does. So it is very nice for them to get some attention when it is well-deserved. But with that, though, let's dive into the main topic of the day and talk about this longbow, triple take long range meta kind of break it down and uh take it away start us off yeah so storm point so far is a very fun and refreshing map 
We're loving the drops, the fights, the rotations, and as we predicted very early on, this map clearly maintains a long-range engagement presence. This is for a few reasons. The drastic vertical inclines across the massive hills, as well as the lack of urban centers, make assault rifles, light machine guns, and designated marksman rifles much more prominent than ever before. Mm -hmm. With the reintroduction of the triple take, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to its changes and their impact on the meta as well. And so today we'll discuss the single fire long range meta of Apex Legends concentrating mostly on designated marksmen. So looking at them one at a time, we have the snipers, DMRs, and ARs. For on the ground weapons in rotation currently, the sniper roster consists of the Sentinel, Longbow DMR, and the Charge Rifle. Love it when the DMR is in the sniper class. <laughs> yep, you gotta love it. Well, don't worry, we'll be talking about it more. Um, oh, but these three options are honestly all quite powerful and fun to use. In my opinion, the rankings of the snipers are Longbow number one, Sentinel number two, and Charge Rifle number three. Mm-hmm. However, that being said, the Sentinel is my favorite to use hands down. Plus, the Charge Rifle is a fantastic weapon with a variety of strengths, ranging from its super long-range farming ability and the ease of use with this idea of click and drag on a, on a moving target to get your tracking. That's how I feel on my controller, click and drag. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's applicable. You're, whether you're dragging a thumb or dragging <laughs> a hand, kind of the same, kind of different. Um, but the Sentinel and the Charge Rifle are, however, slower weapons. This makes them, at the very least, difficult to compare to marksmen's and perhaps less effective in those medium-range engagements. Mm-hmm. Certainly debatable. And perhaps a future episode, if you're interested in us discuss- discussing all the snipers in depth, please leave a comment on YouTube. Love to read that. Um, love it. Would love that. Yeah. It's I, always I mean, great. These these snipers are in a really fun state, like you said. And mm-hmm. I'll just give the little shout out to our patrons. You know, we kind of had a recent discussion episode talking about some of our favorite longer range weapons. And we had a lot of people really you know, supporting the Sentinel. And Henry and I were not big supporters ourselves. We had not given it maybe the time it deserved and the attention. And after that Patreon episode where everybody shared their opinions, uh, we both sat down, used the Sentinel a ton. And like you said, one of your favorites now, hands down to use. I think we've both had a lot of really fun, big games lately. And so got to thank the patrons for, I think, pushing us to try it again and give it some more attention. Yeah, I mean, overall, the snipers are things that we just have overlooked because Mm -hmm. they're such a niche weapon and it really ties into what legend you're going to pick. And we don't talk about it because we felt in the past it's not very applicable to our entire audience. So Mm -hmm. if you feel strongly about snipers and you want to learn more about them and have us discuss them, let us know. Now, the Marksmans. This is really the bread and butter of today. Their current roster is the 3030 repeater, triple take, and the Bosec bow. It's also important to note that it has been 15 days since the G7 has been on the ground. So, RIP, just gotta let that be known. You're gonna slide it into every show, Doc. I love it. <laughs> Moving right along, each of the marksmen are incredibly different 
probably three of the top five most unique weapons in Apex belong to the marksman class. It's really wacky. I mean, one's one's a bow and arrow. Like, do we even yeah. want to call it a, like a gun? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's very very weird, and they're extremely unique. Mm-hmm. Um, these weapons, though, have a wide range of power and skill required or versatility. We'll go a lot deeper in our comparison later. But now, what about the assault rifles and even the light machine guns, for that matter? They are quite effective at that medium to long range. However, we think about damage potential not only to suppress, but to knock enemies. And DMRs are clearly better at that. The Hemlock, Flatline, R3 have the ability to toggle into that single fire, but without the Anvil receiver, another sad one, they honestly don't compete at the same effective range as the DMRs. And it's more so this, this, you can tickle somebody with an R301 for like, you know, 11 13 ish damage on that single fire that doesn't hit the same that's not the same fear factor when someone hits you with one of these dmrs in the game and you immediately feel this huge chunk of your health disappearing and that is an actual factor in how and why they are much better for that suppression style it isn't just the speed at which you can fire you know if we were talking purely suppression spitfire would always reign king all the time and it's why the rampage is also up there uh, right now with in terms of the bullet size damage and then the actual range it has on there no doubt about it but it kind of with this map we felt like there is an inclination to really dominate in those medium to long range engagements and it's not something we've really gone into in the past have you ever felt like you've taken as many long range fights on this map as you have previously because it just feels open as all heck it does it definitely feels open there's a lot more of those kind of it doesn't feel as much as uh oh we're just kind of farming damage leveling up our evos it pretty much seems like because of the jungle environments and Mm -hmm. the elevation changes across the map you're just in those fights and it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily by choice you have to rotate up this hill or down this hill and there's no cover so you have to take these long range fights and not just do it voluntarily in order to get to purple or something like that at least that's how it feels i I think that's fair i think that's very fair but let's keep it rolling and just dive right into the big topic of the day Longbow versus triple tick directly. Yep. This is the main event. This mm-hmm. is what we thought it would come down to. Uh, we see this as a clash between power and versatility. Which strengths fall to each weapon and which one reigns supreme is the, is the question. Mm-hmm. The longbow was overly strong last season and has settled a bit since as Still a very strong option mm-hmm. alongside the powerful return of the triple take. So which should be your go-to and why is something mm-hmm. that we're going to also try to explore. For sure. But diving right into it, as we always do, <laughs> the numbers, the full breakdown. We're going to look at a variety of things uh, across these two weapons. And the first kind of section is going to be focused on the damage potential. We're going to be looking at the magazine size, the damage to the body, headshot, time to kill, the accuracy requirement, the rate of fire, as well as the projectile speed. This is all kind of just based around what can it do, what's the Mm -hmm. actual performance in tangible matters. We'll kick it off with a longbow. So 
First off, it has a maximum magazine capacity of 12, and it starts off at 6. That's really strong. You mm-hmm, know, we mm-hmm. compare that directly with the triple take. Triple take starts at 6, just like the longboat, but it caps out at 9. Less of a peak. Mm-hmm. And this is something that maybe some astute listeners are like, what are you talking about, Henry? The triple take <laughs> does not have 9 shots. It has 27. Well, I wish. <laughs> it's pretty complicated. Now that they added the whole, it takes three ammo for one shot because of the three shot spread. The numbers on screen are a little bit confusing, but for our purposes, we're just going to think about the magazine in terms of what can you actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something we will not forget about and we'll talk about um, in terms of how does that affect the strength of the weapon as the ammo mm-hmm. consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that first thing is the magazine. And that plays into that accuracy requirement. And this is one of the most exciting things I think about this comparison because in order to knock somebody with purple armor, each of these weapons require you to have a 33% accuracy mm-hmm. percentage. But they achieve that number in different ways. The longbow, you have to hit four shots of the body out of 12. And the triple take, you have to hit three shots of the body out of nine. <laughs> so right off the bat, we're kind of faced with that question of, is it the same or is it different? Which one is easier? Mm-hmm. You have more, more shots to shoot but you mm-hmm. have to hit more or you have less shots, but you have to hit less shots. How does that really shake down? We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But the damage, this is, I think, probably what most people care about. Longbow shot to the body is 55. Mm-hmm. If you hit all three, they're not pellets. Not really sure the proper vocabulary, but if you hit all three Three shot spread. Laser beams. It's tough. Oh they don't give me a lot of good information on this. If you know what these are called, let us know. Um, but if you hit all three, you're fully choked up. Mm-hmm. You can hit 69 with the triple tick. Now, we've talked about this a little bit in the past, the damage potential. If you hit every single shot in the magazine to the body, what can this weapon actually mm-hmm. do? This is more of a firing range stat than anything. It's just what's the raw numbers of this weapon? Mm-hmm. And both of them come really, really close. Even though there's a big difference between 55 and 69, damage potential based off the magazine size is pretty similar. The longbow mm-hmm. takes the cake at slightly higher at 660 damage potential, and the triple take falls at 621. That's really important because I don't miss. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Shay doesn't miss, so he's definitely going to favor the longbow. I, I base everything side. off that number. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's just kind of a... A good idea to look at because it shows you, okay, is this weapon balanced? Is it giving you the proper Mm -hmm. opportunities combined with the damage potential? And here you can see they're really neck and neck. It's when you see those huge distributions between the two as well. Like 660 and 621, like you said, neck and neck. They're right there one with one another. But when you start like comparing your LMGs and your ARs and stuff and you see these yeah. really big gaps, that's when you start to see, okay, maybe that is a strength versus a weakness of one gun versus another. So it's neck and neck here, but it's a nice overarching one to look at for sure in all seriousness. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Um Next, that headshot. This is something that we don't really talk about a whole lot, but since these are kind of marksman snipers, they do pack a huge punch, have to highlight them. Longbow, headshot multiplier is 2.15. Recently, the triple take was dropped down in order to fall in line with the marksmans to have a multiplier of 1.75. Now, the actual headshot damage for both of these 
is practically identical. Longbow sits at 118, and the triple take sits at 120. This one is interesting mm-hmm. because, yes, the headshot is essentially the same. You do have to hit all three shots on that triple take. Mm-hmm. Actually achieving that, a little bit hard. You know, this is a lot of the intangible about the triple take and is probably where this conversation is going to end when we compare the two is what is that choke? Is it a strength or a weakness? And with the Mm -hmm. headshot, well, it's going to be hard to hit like consecutive headshots or something like that. A lot more hard than achieving that with the longbow. I mean, we talk about it being a long range meta right now and talk about taking longer range fights, there are these situations where you will end up with one of these weapons in a medium to slightly closer range. And yes, it becomes a lot harder to use that choke to try and save up to hit these exact same numbers. And it's very much still in the realm of possibility that you can do so with the longbow. But like you said, there's good and bad with the choke that comes with yeah. this spread. So, and, and let's finish up talking these numbers before we dive into that. Yeah. I love that idea of the choke being kind of like maybe a thorn in your side, because when you are closing the gap on enemy and you have to wait for the choke, you almost feel like you're getting choked up. You know, it, it totally works. You feel like you have to hesitate and you can't take that shot. So it definitely is palpable in game, which I mm-hmm. think is important to note, but alongside that idea of range let's talk a little bit about the projectile speed a lot of similarities here i think more so than we were anticipating and many would assume about the triple take being an energy weapon Mm -hmm. projectile speed is really honing in on that effective range and it gives you an idea about what's the bullet drop going to look like once we start really stretching it out Mm -hmm. now we're talking in units per second. So game units per second. The longbow sits at 30,500 units per second compared to the triple take at 32,000 units per second. Mm-hmm. Those are big numbers. Really, the difference is only 5%. Mm-hmm. Triple take being 5% faster. It's not huge. you know. I think these are really, really easy to compare in terms of their effective ranges, to be honest. We'll talk more about what's achievable with the triple take in terms of tracking with that spread. But the next thing that I think is important is that time to kill. We're focusing in on the damage, what counts. We talked about damage potential. Mm -hmm. Time to kill is big. With the snipers, we usually don't talk about it very often because it's not really super important. You're using the snipers to deal damage, to level up your evo, to suppress Mm -hmm. enemies. Mm -hmm. You're not really going out and trying to get a squad wipe with the sentinel. Like... Speak for yourself. (laughs) It's not really what everybody's trying to do, so I can't recommend it. But when we think about the time to kill, and this is against purple armored enemies with no fortified, Mm -hmm, only mm -hmm. hitting body shots with these weapons, longbow sits at 2.8 seconds, time to kill, and the triple take beats it out by quite a significant margin at 2.22 seconds. So we're talking a lot. Yeah. And and the reason we are mentioning it on top of what you already said is that this longbow, you know, is the closest sniper we have to a marksman rifle in terms Mm -hmm. of that fire rate. So the time to kill does become actually applicable versus some of the other snipers. I I don't think we're going to be comparing the time time to kill the charge rifle to that of the triple take quite often just because of the speed in which bullets are, you know, fired in totality. Yeah, it's totally true. And when you think about a more than half a second difference in time Mm -hmm. to kill 
that's pretty serious. And when you decrease the armor values, that is only, you know, quickened. So this is kind of what you're going to be using the snipers for the most. And the triple take really is shining here. Well, talk to me, talk to me about the choke. Like let's, let's get into it a little bit. I think like that's kind of something important here. This is the really spicy stuff because when we compare the weapons, they have identical fire rates. You can shoot them at the exact same speed, Mm -hmm. exactly the same. And so that's why it's such a beautiful, harmonious comparison. Mm -hmm. However, that choke is, I think, what might make the difference here. It takes approximately 20 seconds to shoot nine fully choked shots. Which is a full clip. Reminder, just in case anyone forgot. (laughs) That's pretty dang slow. It's over two seconds per shot. That takes a lot of time. If you think about 20 seconds in Apex, that's two Phoenix kits. You know, that's just an eternity. I never get off two Phoenix kits. (laughs) It's an eternity. So being able to actually do that in a fight, Mm -hmm. choking up every single one, I don't know if it's going to happen. And when we compare that to the longbow, it can fire off nine shots much, much faster. When we think Mm -hmm. about the longbow emptying its entire clip of 12, that takes less than nine seconds. So less than half the time it's going to take in order to put out more shots with the longbow. Mm -hmm. Why does this matter? This matters because it makes us realistic about what the triple take can actually do. Is it going to be hitting for those 69 damage or is it going to be hitting for 23? Mm -hmm. And I think you see that in that choke time. Yeah. I mean, the the choke time is such a big deciding factor on this because hitting for 23, like you say it like that and I'm like, well, is hitting for 23 a good thing or a bad thing? Because I think you can make Mm -hmm. the pitch either way with the triple take while you miss out on those big hits. It's really easy to hit consecutive shots of 23, 23, 23. And when we start talking about a team fight, how many times have you used a triple take and someone's been one shot according to your teammates and you're pretty confidently and easily able to land that shot because you got three chances at it pretty Mm -hmm. much. So like there's good and bad that comes with that choke. And that's why it is such a fun comparison because I think the use cases are like, what do you what do you prefer in a way when it comes down to it? Yeah, when you're thinking about the ability to just fire more and have more opportunities to hit even one damage mm-hmm. where the longbow, you don't have that nice little feature. If you miss, you miss. Mm-hmm. But with a triple take, if you're a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, you're gonna do something rather than nothing, yeah. which is undoubtedly a benefit. But I think it's something that's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Um Now, if we look at all these, longbow, triple take, pretty much neck and neck. Damage potential the same. Headshot, kind of the same. That triple take has to, you know, hit all three shots in the head at the same time, but the same. Max fire rate, the same. Accuracy, same-ish. Triple Mm -hmm. take requires fewer shots with smaller clip size, and you have to hit each of the three shots. So, mm, which one is easier? A little bit up in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, Projectile speed, essentially the same. The largest difference here is the clip size and the time to kill, where the longbow and the triple take both take their edge, respectively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But let's see if we can break that tie. Yeah, before we break that tie, though, here's a little word from our sponsors. Welcome back. The tiebreaker, the grudge match. It's going neck and neck right now. Keep it rolling, though. Let's see what we can do about it. And I think the best way in order to break this tie between the longbow and the triple take is to 
focus in on the handling. Ease of use. Yes, we they're about the same in their damage potential, but can they really do it? How do they feel? Let's look at some numbers to see if we can maybe get to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. Reload. That's a big one. I mean, that's talking about forgiveness. And yep. just like the triple take gives you three shots instead of one, it wins out on the reload mm-hmm. at 2.11 seconds tactical and 2.75 seconds full. That's a lot, lot better than the longbow that sits at 2.39 seconds tactical mm-hmm. and 3.29 seconds full. That's 3.3 seconds mm-hmm. is long, long, long. That's one of the longest reloads in the game. And it definitely is a good feeling to be having to reload that triple take, mm-hmm. even though it's consuming more ammo. Draw time. This is one that I felt like there would be a difference, um, but it turns out there isn't. This is a 0.9 second draw time for each of them. It feels a little slower, honestly, with the triple take because you have the choke. Just having mm-hmm. it built in, I think, gives me that subconscious hesitation that I have to wait. But actually, getting your sights up takes the exact same time, and you can fire at the exact same time. Now, while you're aiming down sights, the movement speed does change. This is what some might call your strafing speed. Triple take also wins out here at a 0.425 multiplier on your speed compared to 0.35 on the longbow. So you're going to move slower while you're going left Mm -hmm. to right while aiming down sights. And this is because the triple take is a marksman. You know, this is a new thing and is a strength for the triple take. It allows you to have more mobility. Yeah. And you see it with, you see it really strongly there. And then in general, when we start talking about, I think some of the marksman rifles, we'll see if this kind of comparison rings true. You know, like, is it the, the smaller the weapon as we go down, the better, the quicker the reload speed is. It's it's one that's interesting in terms of the classes that isn't, it's not a class specific ability or anything, but it's almost a pattern that seems to arise amongst the two. Mm-hmm. Next, we can dip into a little bit about the ammo. You know, yeah. these are weapons that compete head to head, but they take different ammo now, which is mm-hmm. pretty interesting. The triple take take an energy weapon or energy ammo and energy magazines is a big big difference and is one that definitely impacts the power of the weapon what are your thoughts yeah this is such an interesting one because i think you could you could take two perspectives on it i want to lay out these two thoughts i have and then i'm going to get your opinion so one triple take energy gun that's a huge pro like this is the one opinion i think you could take i can easily switch it late game to a volt i can switch it to a devo i could carry one of those guns with those attachments until i find the triple take that i want the fact that the energy class is just overall larger maybe there's better odds that i'm going to find that uh, mag sniper attachments are no longer supposed to be in the replicator we don't know if that's actually officially true yet uh, unfortunately but that is a theoretical another buff as well to being energy energy ammo potentially easier to find because i think the other flip side that you can take on the snipers is a lot of people will say hey sniper attachments are a lot harder to find you know you just don't see them as much around you don't see those scopes you don't see the mags until you actually aren't looking for them and then you see them everywhere you go that's just how it works or you can take the opinion of that hey not a lot of people run snipers so i'm gonna be able to find this stuff because that loot is always left over everywhere which one do you think is the pro per se between those two when we compare yeah. them? I 
I have to favor the triple take here because mm-hmm. energy allows you to make that switch. And that's just the versatility. Mm-hmm. I will say though, it's only a slight edge. Back in the day, sniper ammo used to be a lot more rare, hard to come by. Mm-hmm. That is just not true anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you want to run a sniper, you absolutely can. You don't have to be running Loba in order to make it like mm-hmm. work. Here's plenty of ammo. And when we talk about attachments and just kind of which are easier to find, the truth is with both of these, I don't know if the attachments really matter a whole lot. You're going to mm-hmm. want the extended mag on the triple take, but that's mostly because of where you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. Longbow being a sniper, I don't know. You can get by with less shots just based off how you're going to use it. You don't need yeah. a lightning fast reload. You don't need to have you know 12 shots in the mag just based off how you're going to use it. So I do give a little bit of an edge to the triple take because it's energy, but the truth is you can use both. No longer mm-hmm. is like using a, a sniper difficult in terms of attachment viability. I think the attachments are definitely one thing, but yeah, that ammo is, that ammo thought is gone like because of the replicator yeah. all by itself. Like you can go grab full stacks out of a replicator at any point during the game for a very low price. And so I don't think ammo concerns need to be a thing for either weapon because I know one of the reasons they said they changed the ammo consumption style of the triple take was that it would burn through ammo quicker. And that is a balancing tool in of itself. But like we're saying, ammo's not yeah. a big deal, especially when you can double up on energy if you want to, and then you're grabbing two stacks anytime you walk up to a replicator. So I definitely think it's uh, it's not as big of a deal as once was. Yeah, I, I just have to echo that again. I don't think ammo consumption is a major concern for either of these. I don't think mm-hmm. it's a slight for the triple take, even though it takes three times the ammo. It sounds pretty crazy, but just in-game, not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you need 70 shots with a longbow. It's powerful. <laughs> you only need 32. You know, that's yeah. totally fine. You can work with it with confidence with not a whole lot. I just let's keep miss too much. Going. <laughs> maybe you do but, and, and i love carrying a ton of sniper ammo makes a hundred sniper ammo then yeah. i can really lay down the fire <laughs> hey stay back keep the peace but more attachments let's talk about scopes yep. obviously these compete directly but mm-hmm. one can have a lot more scopes than the other one the longbow mm-hmm. can have the six time it can have the four by eight It can have the gold sniper scope, and that's not something that can go on the triple take anymore. Mm -hmm. Do you think? What do you think? Yeah, I want to get your honest opinion as well, because here's here's where I'm at. I think I like the four by eight sniper scope, and I'll I'll use the four by ten as well if I want to snipe. But in general, for both these guns, I'm looking for a three times, and I'm looking for a two to four, and. I haven't ever even tried to run a six on the longbow per se. I just, that scope, I don't like it personally. Like you can happily tell me that you like the six times. I'm not going to like get mad at you or anything. That's just my personal preference. I think the nice thing about when we're talking scopes with these two guns is I truly do love the triple take iron sights and feel like I can pick up the gun early and have success for a while in terms of having to take the longbow and really, really feel like I'm hoping for a two or a two by four or a three. Yeah, that's interesting. I like mm-hmm. the longbow irons better, actually. I think interesting. the prongs, okay. I, I feel like I'm. it's easier for me to line up the shots. But but my, and that's, that's like the, that's such what this conversation is though, is that there is so much like 
decision making and personal preference that comes down to these two weapons because there's yeah. a lot of similarity, but there's also some of these different things stylistically with them. Totally. And I think when we're talking about the sniper scopes, it's completely irrelevant. Like I will pick up a six times. I really will. Okay. But I'm getting rid of it. Yeah. The first first chance, thing you can. Yeah. Three times on every single weapon in the game. All right. I'm gonna just do that. Two to it's four is so growing good. on me. Two to four is really Bruiser is my me. favorite. Don't get me wrong. I don't want the record to show anything else. But for these marksman rifles, I like that three times a lot. Mm-hmm. Two to four, mm-hmm. excellent as well. But two times you're just not getting. You're not playing into the strengths of the weapons enough for what no, it is. I don't I think, think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I I try to use the two times with both of these, and I think that you can achieve more with a mm-hmm. little bit more zoom. So. Honestly, the fact that a longbow gets the sniper scopes, I don't really yeah. care. It's not mm-hmm. a, honestly a strength just because I don't think you're maximizing the weapon by using it that mm-hmm. way. Fair. But this next one I think matters a little bit more, and it's the barrel stabilizer. Longbow's got it. Triple take does not. Darn. This thing's powerful. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about it a couple episodes ago. It really makes a difference across a lot of metrics in terms of just more accuracy and that really counts when you're talking about headshot potential of 120 mm-hmm. damage. You know, like you want to be hitting your shots because it really, really counts with the longbow. And the fact that it can take a barrel is a massive strength. And we've talked about the strengths of barrel stabilizers repeatedly on the show. I don't know if we need to continue to echo it. I think you killed it. I think let's get to this last thing because it's, I don't want to talk about it for 10 minutes, but I think we could if we really wanted to. So, which one can be used as a shotgun? <laughs> it's the triple take. This is a marksman shotgun. And how does that compete against the longbow? You know, can you use the longbow hip firing? Mm, I don't think so. And and that's the versatility versus power question that I think mm-hmm. this will boil down to. But it's so interesting. Like, okay, if anyone's coming at us and saying, hey, the triple take, it's a marksman rifle. It's not a shotgun. Okay, how many times have you used the EVA, the Mastiff, or the PK and had it hit for less than 10? Okay, pretty good amount. Happens to me all the time still. It's very frustrating. How many times have you had the triple take up close and hit for less than 23? Pretty it's much not really never. Possible. Not possible. It's not possible. Those and pellets it's are so, big. so easy to hit. It's easier mm-hmm. to hit triple take hip fires than like using a Mastiff. And I'm pretty confident in saying that. It's a hot take, but it's honestly pretty true. I'm not recommending you no. go in and mm-hmm. say, I'm mm-hmm. using the triple take only as my secondary up close. No, that's kind of the beauty of it. You can use it to poke. You can mm-hmm. use it to take off shields. And then when you go up close with your flatline, your R3, you can confidently swap and use this to mm-hmm. finish somebody off. It's really, really a big strength. It's one of the big reasons we have avoided snipers in the past is the lack of versatility mm-hmm. up close in a two-gun game. So the triple take is special in that way, being able to make up for it. Or at least I thought it was special, but we'll talk about marksmen's later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we think about power, versatility, mm-hmm. power is pretty close between these two. Mm-hmm. But does the flexibility or versatility of the triple take count as just an outright strength? You know, mm-hmm. is having three shots, three chances to do some damage really good? Or does it dilute the power? You know, mm-hmm. would you rather just have the single shot and have the longbow? I, I want to hear your opinion. What's your final consensus? Because we titled an episode versatility equals power. 
in this yeah. Apex Legends game before. So I think it's interesting to boil down. You're the numbers guy. What do you think after going through this one? I think both are really strong. Mm-hmm. I, I won't say totally that you mm-hmm. should use one or the other, honestly. It is not a wide enough margin between the two in yeah. order to make a claim like that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think we can take to Twitter and just say the triple take is better than the long yes, bow or 100%. vice versa. Mm-hmm. But what I can say is I personally favor the longbow. Mm-hmm. I just feel it's much more consistent for me. I like that I know if I hit a shot, it's going to do this much. I don't feel the penalty of having to wait on the choke. And I think the mag size is a massive, massive strength. I mm-hmm. just think having 12 shots is ridiculous. And with that high rate of fire, which in practice feels faster than the triple yeah. take because nobody's mm-hmm. just blasting away with the triple take. They are waiting for the choke. So I think the speed of the fire rate of the longbow is a strength, the mag size, and then just consistent damage. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite out of the two. Yeah, I think the the speed of the choke is what seriously hurts the triple take in the comparison mm-hmm. between the two. Here, here's how I break it down for me when I decide between these two. Because I do feel like you see these guns often enough that you get to decide between the two of them each game if you truly want to. For a lot of people, it comes down to what mag do you find first or something, which I think is a great argument. For me, this comes down to what are my teammates running? I love using the triple take if I have another teammate sniping because I like being able to, okay, they hit a big sniper shot. Okay, now I can pepper them pretty confidently and know that we're going to work towards finishing them off. But if I'm the only person running a longer range gun, those one-off hits that are going to be more consistent with the longbow will be a lot more valuable and that also leads into why i do and unrelated slightly but i very much lean longbow if i'm running a longer range sniper marksman style gun in arenas right now and with just the lack of forgiveness there and the triple take is expensive yes in arenas yes. Yes. no joke they were mm-hmm. very cautious you know all this being said, and we didn't even talk about the barrel stabilizer in the conclusion, which is an important note. It's a very important one. Mm-hmm. The triple take is still terrifying to go against. Fearing. It is truly mm-hmm. way more scary just because you feel like you can't avoid it. You're going to get hit by something. Maybe it's not going to end your life, but it mm-hmm. just is not fun getting hit ever. You know, you got to save your bats. And whenever I have to use a bat, I, I shed a tear. So the triple take is the anti-bat gun. It breaks my heart. So whenever you hear a triple take, and it's a very distinct sound, mm-hmm. it still inspires fear. Yeah. But it sounds mm-hmm. like we think that we like the longbow a little bit better. Yeah. I think I think leaning longbow, especially when you're soloing, which is what we tend to kind of talk about Apex in a vacuum of, even though we really recommend you don't solo if you can't. But let's keep it rolling. We're, we're, we're getting up there on, on the time right now. So let's got talk marksmen's. I know this is one we really wanted to discuss because like you kind of said at the top of the show, it's such a unique class right now. Yeah. So let's get some of the walkthrough and break down these four. I think I'll, I'll say just really, really cool weapons that we're working with right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, all we're really going to do is throw in the 30-30 and the Bosec bow into this mix of the triple take and longbow and mm-hmm. talk about marksmen's. Um, what an interesting bunch Mm -hmm. going into this. I can say never been a fan of the 3030. (laughs) I fully think that the G7 is a far superior weapon. 
However, it has some serious strengths when compared to its peers without mm-hmm. the Titan of the G7. First couple things. 3030 has the same mag size distribution as the longbow, mm-hmm. which is really, really strong. You know, it's nothing like the G7, but that's the last I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> but it is very, very strong compared to these. Um, when we think about the damage potential, this is an interesting one because, again, the 3030 is tough because mm-hmm. you have to charge up this shot and you have scaling yeah. damage. Very, very confusing, but it starts off at 42 and goes all the way to 57 to the body. Mm-hmm. If we think about damage potential like we did with the others, let's say you charge up the first shot and then you just rapid fire 11 more to mm-hmm. the body. That's going to have a damage potential of 519. Compare that to the longbow at 660 or even mm-hmm. the triple take at 622, you see a major deficit there yeah. of, oh, right, the 3030 can't really crank out the same damage rapidly. You mm-hmm. have to wait and you're rewarded by waiting, but do you have time in a game this fast paced? It's a good question. <laughs> Big question. Looking at the headshot a little bit, I think this one's interesting. Again, scaling, but it's going from 74 up to that 100 headshot. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Same 1.75 times multiplier as all the marksmen's. Um, but Interesting, you know, a hundred headshot is pretty serious. Does it stack up against the longbow and triple take? Yes, mm-hmm. but it's less. Let's talk about kind of the strengths here in terms mm-hmm. of the thirty thirty, and it's the time to kill. It's the fastest out of all the marksmen's at just over two seconds at two point zero six. That's really good. You know, longbows at two point eight, triple takes at two point two two. Thirty thirty is definitely reigning supreme. Even when we think about the bow sec at mm-hmm. two point four eight at the fastest, and then two point six six without the tempo. Wow, thirty thirty definitely shines here. Bow sec's and all about style points. It <laughs> really is, and you can't deny that. Yeah. Um, but the rounds per second on the thirty thirty is honestly very impressive. You're looking at two point three two rounds per second compared that to the longbow and triple take that have 1.3. Mm-hmm. You're able to just sling a lot more lead with the repeater than the other marksmen's. And getting closer to your G7. <laughs> you're definitely getting closer to it. The G7 is four rounds yeah. per second. Let me just say that. And we're not even talking about the double tap shenanigans. So anyway, back on track. Now, the bow sits at 1.73 rounds per second. Mm-hmm. But with the dead eyes tempo, that goes up to three rounds a second. So if you got the arrows, you can let them fly really, really fast. You can let them fly. <laughs> you really can. But mm-hmm. I think when we do the honest comparison, you have to give the edge to the 30-30 just because mm-hmm. it doesn't require the hop up. And honestly, the whole draw time of the bow, I think, does slow you down a little bit in terms of actually doing the damage that you want. And there's not a lot of situations where you actually find yourself maximizing the dead eyes tempo and getting into yeah. that tempo repeatedly. Because if you are and really maximizing it up to three, you're either just shooting someone that's standing in water just wide open or you're missing a lot of shots. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing about comparing the marksmen's is you can't really look at time to kill. You can't really mm-hmm. look at the fire rate and say a definitive answer because 
you have to think about it. You have to take your time to aim. So really it comes down to how many shots do you have and how much damage are those shots going to do? Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. And then you can talk about kind of that ease of use and the shotgun thing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. But last thing about the 3030 that I think is important is the reload speed. And we have the dual shell now. So that kind of spices things up. But the, Thank goodness that saves the day. It's interesting. Right? <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. Um, you know, firstly, 3030 is unique because you reload one uh, shot at a time. Mm-hmm. Pro and con. Strength weakness. Mm-hmm. What's interesting here is the full reload. If you have to reload 12 shots, mm-hmm. it's going to take 7.2 seconds. More than double the speed of the longbow. We called 3.3 long. Like mm-hmm. ridiculously mm-hmm. long. But what's crazy is if you have to reload 11 shots, it's a tactical reload and it's only going to take 2.86 seconds. Please use the tactical reload. Do not fire all your shots with this weapon. Please. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing about this dual shell is if you think about that tactical reload, you're able to reload 11 shots in 1.43 seconds when you Mm -hmm. have the double time going. Yeah. Um, Which that's fast. That's really fast for anything, honestly. It's very fast, but it really does hammer home the point that you need to play into the uniqueness of this gun. Like, if you're not actively aiming at a target and shooting, you should probably be using your time to reload instead, especially if you have this hop up. So then when someone is in the open, you can maximize your opportunity and fire, hopefully less than 11 to fully kill them. But if you got to fire all 11, you could do so. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, if you're charging up every shot with a 30-30, it's going to be pretty much the same as the longbow. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel really similar. Longbow does 55, 30-30 does mm-hmm. 57 fully charged. But if you're just charging that first shot and then you're just firing as fast as possible after that, your accuracy is going to have to be five shots out of 12. Mm-hmm. So you have to hit one more the longbow so it kicks up the accuracy requirement to 42 instead mm-hmm. of 33. Um, but I think that's probably something you can ignore given just the potential with this weapon it's faster mm-hmm. across the board and for marksmen's that's ma- that matters it, it really does being able to fire more shots faster in order to track and do big damage is important well is this gun gonna try and replace your g7 is it gonna slide in there 30 30 are you gonna give it more attention now after this episode <laughs> i can't maybe i want to but i can't i just i just use ars in the rampage now i can't bring myself to use a competing gun i'm on strike for the foreseeable future but i do want to talk about the bow because like you said major style points and it is the most unique weapon in the game more unique than the charge rifle no question it's got two of its own very own hop-ups it is a wacko (laughs) weapon so no magazine size, yeah. essentially no reload speed mm-hmm. because you're just drawing every single shot. So it mm-hmm. takes 0.34 seconds with the tempo in order to fire each shot up to about half a second without really interesting. Mm-hmm. What about accuracy requirement? Well, you don't have a magazine, so you don't really have an accuracy requirement. Just got to hit them. <laughs> you have to hit four shots to knock somebody with mm-hmm. purple, if it's only body shots, that's in line with the longbow. So pretty competitive. Time to kill is slow. Headshot potential is 105. That's really, really good, to be honest with you. And then that damage, 
fully drawn up to 60 damage to the body. It's quite good. I -hmm. think the bow is really, really fun. I think the optics on it look really, really clean. I feel like, to be honest, it's a magnet. I If you don't pick up the bow, you really should give it a shot because Mm -hmm. even though it's kind of risky, it's kind of flashy, you may find yourself surprised at how many shots you can actually hit and how fast of a weapon it is. You can really do a lot at a lot of different ranges, which Mm -hmm. it's probably the most fun gun to use. Yeah, it's up there for me. I'm a huge bow lover. Everyone, I got the Hawkeye poster in the background right now. Shout out to the series coming out on Thanksgiving. Let's go. And I love this bow. I enjoy using it every time I pick it up. I think the big weakness, and we just talked about how ammo is not a concern in the game anymore, in part because of replicators. This is definitely still the gun that has, I think, the most ammo concerns in the game where you have to find arrows wherever you go you can go craft them and if i'm using the bow i very much have to go out of my way to hit a replicator most of the time and that's not something ideal when we talk about guns that we want to use in like late stages of ranked and really intense matches because it's not this oh maybe you have to go have ammo concerns it's this you are going to pretty much have ammo concerns unless you just kind of get lucky with your loot for some reason i'll say this if you're serious if you want to win don't use any of these okay oh yeah use ar and lmg don't mess around like we don't have to have this conversation but if you want to try something different you want to maybe get better at your accuracy you want to have a lot of fun the bow is awesome and personally i only use the bow if i'm playing loba Arrows do spawn mm-hmm. enough, but finding them is hard. Mm-hmm. The cool thing to keep in mind is that if you knock somebody with a bow and you go loot their yep. death box, you reclaim those arrows that were stuck in them, which because, I love. like so, I said, I never miss. It's great. <laughs> yeah, you just endless supplies of arrows. So it's, it's a pretty cool weapon. I definitely will not sleep on the bow. It's very fun. It has interesting features in terms of it's silent abilities, you know, you're not yeah. really giving yourself away. And the fact that you just feel really springy, you're never slowed down having to reload. You're always ready. And mm-hmm. I really like that. It will always be remembered for having one of the craziest weapon peaks of all time. I think when the bow came into the game and it was the meta, that was an interesting one to play. And I think that's as close to we've, as we've gotten as like, you don't want Mirage to be meta because when everyone's running the same thing, it's super, super annoying. And the bow pretty much did that for a couple weeks at the start of the season it released. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. But that's really where the Marksman meta is. You know, mm-hmm. Whether or not there's an answer is kind of up to you. I think we've expressed that the 3030 is a serious option. Longbow, quite good. Triple take has its strengths that kind of that long range tracking, being able to have that forgiveness. And the bow is really fun that really does give some strengths. So how do you pick one out of those? Well, four different ammo types, four different paths. Mm-hmm. It's going to kind of be up to the loot and your personal preference, but truly all quite strong. 3030 does edge out in a couple key areas. But honestly, if this is the playstyle you want to have at that medium to long range, you can get away with using all these as long as you hit your shots. 
Yeah, I think you keyed in on something really strong there, where it's going to come down to your loot for the most part with yeah. these. What do you find early? That's What attachments do you find? That's what it's going to rock with. We got to remember to say that it, it is a hilarious fact that all these marksman rifles also double down as shotguns currently with triple take style and the shatter caps that go on the 3030 and the bow literally every single one of them has this close range versatility option at its peak which is so weird like when you just talk about the concept of building out a game in a class like hey let's build this long range class that each gun can have short range viability variability like that's it weird is wacko mm-hmm. it is the strangest thing ever in apex right now the fact that the marksman class is actually a shotgun class <laughs> it really is true it's there's no debating it like mm-hmm. that is just a fact so pretty odd yeah it's fun that was a good episode though thank you to our producer the third party 10 who supports us on patreon subscribe on apple pods drop a follow on spotify leave a five-star review with your question we'll answer it on apple pods follow us on instagram and twitter at third party pod and check out the discord via the link in the description thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast we'll catch you next time peace hey now another squad coming in boom whole squad down Maybe tomorrow.